everyone, and welcome to Mature Audiences Mayhem. My name is Glenn King, and it's my great honor to bring you this podcast where we talk about other things that other podcasts either cannot or will not talk about. That is, things for mature audiences only. And today, I have not one guest, but I have two very special guests. They are adult film stars. They are the great Natalia Starr and Dana Wolf. Hey, we're going to tag team this mic. <laughs> Stop. Are you ready? Hi, guys. Uh, it's Natalia and Dana. We're just here to do this podcast. We're really excited. We have some amazing news, and we're super excited to get to know you guys. There you go. So these two uh, are roommates right here in Las Vegas. They are planning to do their own podcast. I'm excited to tell you, and we're going to talk to you about that and why you should listen to the podcast. But first, let's get to know them a little bit here. I want to start with Natalia because uh, I have had Natalia on my Playboy radio shows over the years. Uh, just a really interesting background for Natalia. So let's get into it a little bit. There were many rumors about you in the industry, uh, especially when you first came in, You're, you and your whole family there. You know, people hating. You got the guy. You got to keep them talking. Yes, Just let's keep them interested. Let's uh, let's talk about those haters and those rumors and whatever. Okay, so first off, you grew up in Poland. That's right, on a little farm, in a little like tiny town. We're like only like less than like a thousand people. Got my little horse. Got my little pig. Got some cows, <laughs> chickens. Got some chickens. You know, picking Chicken some poop. picking some of my eggs. You know, walking. I lived a pretty much simple life. You do you know how to milk cows? I tried and it, it, that bitch hit me. So she milks a lot of other things. No, the, but the thing is nowadays, uh, my family they just have these like uh, tit suckers. Basically, it's like a machine that you hook up to the cats, the cat, the cow's titty, and it just milks them. Okay. <laughs> we okay. don't use hands anymore. <laughs> That's too bad because I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think you might be the only porn star with these skills here that can actually milk cows. And uh, and know what to do with pigs and all these other things that you. I used farm, okay. This but... is like a weird thing, but <laughs> don't, if you're vegan, I'm sorry. Back in the day, when Poland, my I used to help my aunt make Polish sausages. Like literally, take the pig intestines and clean it out, and then you put the meat in it, and then you like hang it and you like smoke it. But yeah, I used to fill pigs like pigs' intestines <laughs> with meat, which is sorry, vegans again. Okay, terrible. So but this comes in very handy in Poland, I would pigs, think. Right? Great. Okay. So you moved here, though, pretty young, I think, to the United States? I came here literally 20 years ago because I came in, technically 21. I came in 1999, but it was in December, right on the cusp. So it was basically in 2000, a new millennium. I came here. Okay. I pulled up. I changed. That's right about the time I was getting into the porn industry. All right, let's skip up here, though. Here's the interesting part, is that you got into the industry with your sister, or your sister got in first, I think, and then you got in a little later. You know, the apple doesn't fall from the tree, you know? Mm -hmm. We're both the same, kind of like slutty, independent, fun. So I just like followed her in footsteps, her slutty footsteps. All right, but there's a story that's attached to this. Your sister is Natasha Starr. That's correct. And how did you two get into the industry? Oh, uh, well, she uh, shot a couple scenes uh, in Miami, but prior to that, she was like a, a New York socialite, like going to the swingers clubs, you know, fucking and sucking. <laughs> and, you know, the guys were like, oh, you're so beautiful, you know, hyping her up, you know, you should do porn. She's like, hmm, I could fucking suck and get paid on top of it. I'm already doing all this shit for free, you know, so... It was, it was, meant it to was be. some checks. It was meant to be. So she, okay, so she went to Miami. She shot for um, Reality Kings, like some like weird, like, you know, those very amateur pornos. I'm in high school, girl. And all the boys were like fucking pulling up the porn in my school. And I was like, guys, that's not me. I'm not, I'm never going to do it. I was still in high school, like thinking I'm going I'm to be a good girl. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I graduated, I was like, fuck that, I'm not getting a real job. I would just, like, I mean, technically porn is a real job, but not like a real job as in 9 to 5, all boring, you know. I'm, I'm a, I have too much ADD, so I can't really focus on standing in one place for a, a long period of time. I, could, I just need to move around a lot. But, so yeah, she got into porn, she shot a couple scenes. Um, I saw that she was doing good, and it wasn't all, like, skeety and, like, like, shit 
like it wasn't like a bad industry because whenever I heard of it, I thought it would be like, you know. Yeah, everybody's got this uh, uh, boogie nights yeah, like, uh, impression like of the porn industry. But Natasha told you it wasn't so bad. Yeah. And, you know, coming up from a, like, like a different country like that and then living in New York and being around so many different people, I just, I don't know. I felt like, I felt like it gave me more confidence. And okay. I agree with that. It yeah. Get, it boosts your confidence for sure. Yeah. You have, a, I don't know where you have millions of people like hyping you up, telling you you're the best, you are like... You have the best titties or the best ass. You just, like, get this ego and you're like... I think it's more about, like, knowing everyone wants to fuck you. Like, there's something about the the thing of, like, just having all of these guys all over the world, like, constantly wanting to fuck you. Right now, a man just came to me. Yeah. That's a really good thought. I love thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. And I love when my fans message me and they're like, I just reached out to this scene. Like, it was amazing. Like, thank you. I watch it every... Like... And that, to me, like, makes me feel great because I'm creating something that people like and want to see. Like, you know, even if it is my pussy, like, it's something that people, people... are missing that part of their life and we are here to help them. People, uh, like, a lot of people think I'm so bad against porn stars, but we're doing you guys a service. Like, A, we're making you guys happy. We're giving you the best pleasure ever created on Earth and the feeling. Like, orgasm feeling is the best emotion like we are providing millions and millions of people this amazing feeling they have fantasies and that's what is really exciting like people fantasizing we're doing god's work all right so (laughs) natasha got you into the business but you were swingers still according to the rumors in the industry the the two of you and Sydney, who was Natasha's husband, or what yeah, exactly? Yeah, ex-husband currently. We mm-hmm. um, do not associate with ourselves with that person anymore. He was just kind of a bad influence. And um, yeah, but, so back in the day in New York, we used, I used to go to a bunch of swingers parties, some gangbang parties, and just explore my sexuality. And that's what kind of got me, like, like, gave me that thirst, that urge, that, like, inner, like, Quench. I need to get quenched. I need to get fucked. You know. Yeah. Like seeking a dick. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> I know that feeling all too well. I need to get fucked right now. Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So I'll edit this. Just talking about myself. Out if this isn't okay to ask, but was there a relationship between you and Sydney also, or was it just Natasha and Sydney? Was it a swinger thing that was no, going on with everybody? We were never. I was never in a platonic relationship with him and her. We were just. Uh, brother-in-law and uh, just like friends. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but- so, so we're clearing this up right now because you guys used to purposely just kind of not tell anybody, sort of let it hang out there. I think to make it make everybody want to know more about you. Yeah, you yeah. know, we wanted to like be a little different. You yes, know, have a little of zest, more sexual. Like you know, we, we did. Me and my sister did a couple scenes together too. Like we're like sharing your cock. So like very like. Um, weird. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's you know, there's no uh, weirdness in our industry these no, days. I guess is everything has now become the sort norm. of yeah the norm. So being normal is weird. All right, let's what? turn you have, to you. Don't have sex? What? You're a virgin? What? No. Well, I mean, That's there's weird. to me, it's weird as a guy because when I got in the industry, there were rules about what you couldn't do. And all those rules are, are blown right by them. You, kind you, of rules? Incest was against the rules. Oh, and that's the biggest Fisting thing now. was wow. against the rules. That's... Blood was against the rules. Anything that was P, remotely P, non-consensual. Q, right? Peeing. My lawyer told me in 2002, I said, I made this scene where the girl pees in a cup. We switched out the cup and had the guy drink lemonade. And he said, take that down. You can't, you, you're going to get um, obscenity charges for that. Yeah, you can. Couldn't even do that back then. Now, peeing is okay. Uh, you I know, think and- most of the websites that people post those things are out of the United States. So there's no, like, you can't really get sued. Like tube sites. Yeah, all are, the tube like, sites are yeah. based out of Canada. Or- yeah, but not the, people are making brother-sister videos oh, right here fucking, down stop, like, the street. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not really brother and sister, but, like, yeah, I mean, it is kind it's of like fucked up that we put that out there of 
you know, I mean, but there's so many people that have those fantasies. Well, like, that's what's fucked do. up. Yeah. It's like, why is are those videos so popular? Mom, it's like, like, you know, a lot of the mom yes. videos. Those are like really popular. Like, why do you want to fuck your mom, weirdo? But <laughs> if your mom is hot, I mean, I've no, never personally no. been into that, but I know that, you know, creating it and putting that out there for people that are and that actually aren't fucking their, hopefully not fucking their brothers or sisters, like, I feel like that is a good way to, like, stop that from happening because they're able to fantasize. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, like, I do. Instead of brothers trying to fuck their sisters, I believe they porn watch prevents it. rapes, for example, along those exact same lines I, because I, these guys have yes. an outlet. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that. That is an important thing, and I think that for people to be able to fantasize and not do that in real life, I think yes. it's much better. Much better for everyone involved. <laughs> there was a comedian named Bobby Slayton one time who said he was actually a comedian who used to do the porn awards back when we had comedians that were funny at the porn awards. Oh, yeah, nowadays they're not that funny. And uh, okay. he said porn is rumored to lead to violence. Porn does not lead to violence and rapes. Porn leads to masturbation, which then leads to naps. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what yeah, is the reality. Men, actually, the science for you get super tired afterwards like there's a million fucking little tiny fucking sperms coming out of you your, your body just naturally needs to rest it's like that's a, a why guys on. masturbate to get to bed at night yeah. <laughs> exactly. i masturbate to get to bed too it does help me sleep it does speaking of dana wolf who just talked about her masturbation habits let's hear your origin story so um i was born in chicago um uh, my family decided to get away from the city and raise us away from the city so we moved when i was nine to a very small town in wisconsin um about 1600 people um i remember moving there just being hella nervous because like i was so used to like i wanted to be a city girl i loved living in the city and then going from that to like this small town where the only thing there is a subway like I'm just, like, concerned about my life. I'm like, fuck, am I going to be able to, like, get out of here? Like, because once you go to a small town, most people never leave. That was my fear because I always wanted to live in a big city. So um, I grew up kind of, like, lonely. No friends, really. Um, Yeah, fuck it. Like, I mean, being a weird kid in school, like... It's normal. Most kids don't have their shit. They don't figured. fit in. Everyone's yeah, different. Yeah. Everyone's puberty. I had a weird personality and there was no one in my school anything like me. So What's an example of your weirdness? Um, I liked anime and mm-hmm. like video games and like all the girls were like doing their makeup and I just like wasn't really into it. I was trying to get into it and like I tried to be befriend the girls in my class and, you know, learn how to be a girl and like it actually like ended up being shitty because I remember this this day at school, we're all sitting at the lunch table, and all these girls, this group of girls in my school, they all lost their virginities that weekend. They all, like, planned, they all were, like, we're all going to lose our virginities, like, they planned who they were going to do it with, like, all, like, five of them, like, they lost them. So I was still sitting there, and I was the virgin, right? And they started making fun of me, saying, ha, you're still a virgin, like, that's so lame, like, you can't sit with us anymore. I'm like, oh my god, fuck, do I have to lose my virginity now? Like, shit. So, yeah, I lost my virginity, and then I come back, and I literally, like, lost it the next day. I was like, fuck it, I gotta go fast, like, I gotta find someone quick. So So you were bullied into losing your virginity. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and then, get this, I lost my virginity, and the girls called me a slut. They told everybody in the school that I was a slut. So I don't do nothing for anyone. Do it for yourself. So, you know, after that, like, I got bullied to the fucking ground, dude. The guys were making fun of me. Like, and then they still, like, kind of wanted to fuck me, but they would joke about it. They'd be like, like, we should all just, like, bang bang her. I'm like, okay, first of all, like, I just literally, like, lost my virginity. It's not a big deal. We're in high school. Like, get over it. Like, I'm 16. I can make my, like, kind of own decisions now, you know? And, um, so, yeah, after that, I was bullied and I decided my senior year to like say fuck it and I did online schooling and I was just literally like doing online schooling really fast and then I would had a boutique job that I would go to to try to like make some money so I can get the hell out of there like that was my goal yeah so I go to college in Madison um so I went to the tech school there and I met a guy and we fell deeply in love and I thought that he was the one. I was like, I'm going to get married. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to get married. Like, he is about to graduate from UW-Madison. I was a freshman. And he graduates. I finished my first year. And then I decided to drop out and move to L.A. with him. Huge mistake. And moved to L.A. with this guy. And he promises me he's going to, like, be able to take care of us. Like, I can, you know, work on my modeling while he works. And, like, it's going to be this grand, like, fucking time. Wasn't. Uh, this man cheated on me in my childhood bed 
Um, and then I was like, fuck this guy. Like, I'm going to start doing my own shit. So I started camming um, with this girlfriend of mine. And at the time, she was a huge cam girl. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, maybe this is for me. Like, I as soon as I did it the first time, I was so comfortable. And, like, I liked it. What's your friend's name? Her name was Minnie Mochi. Um, she, you know, kind of took me under her wing. She said, move to phoenix with me like we can cam leave your boyfriend like it was just like i it was a good girl time power. yeah it was girl power so she helped me through that hard time when i was struggling with money and all this stuff and yeah and then porn came along <laughs> childhood bed you said yes. how is it that he cheated on you in your childhood bed was so your we, childhood bed in the new apartment yeah we, mm-hmm. we brought it from wisconsin so we you hauled that bitch and uh so yeah i, I, I told him to keep it after he fucked someone in it. i was like <laughs> you know what keep the bed like keep that energy i don't need that in my life like and you know, we were struggling, so I get it that, like, he was going through a hard time in our relationship. When you're financially struggling, that is the, like, number one reason for, like, cheating or, like, being, like, you know, problems, like, financial issues. I'm going to ask both of you about your first scene, but first, I need to tell our listeners about our sponsor, Sex Panther. Okay, so let's talk about Sex Panther. So, you, the listener, have been listening to this show for the last 15 or 20 minutes. You've gotten to know Dana. You've gotten to know... Uh, Natalia, you've gotten to know so many great adult film stars by listening to the show, and you want to have a more intimate relationship with them. How do you do that? Mm. Sext Panther. Sext Panther allows you to be able to send a text or a sext, S-E-X-T, to your favorite adult star. Wow. Directly cool. to our cell phones. You can Directly to their cell phones. You can send them a dick picture. You know how they get mad at you for sending a dick picture on Twitter or Instagram? On Sex Panther, they love it. You send them a dick picture, they rate your dick. We love dick pics. Yeah, when they're when you're paying for the dick pics. Yeah, especially when. Yeah, no, we don't like when you send them to our Twitter, like because that's just like we we're, we're really not nice. expecting it. It just pops okay. up. So yeah, we want to be expecting it. We want to be ready for that. You know, I could so. keep exactly. it on my uh, spank bank. <laughs> They can send you pictures. They can send you little video clips. They can talk to you on the phone, even. So you can really get a relationship going. And some of the performers who have been on my show, for like Ginger Lynn, for example, Christy Canyon, they have a lot of people who don't even exchange sex pictures with them. They just get on there and say, how's your life going today? What's, your, what's it like? And then you can actually have friends Real relationships with your favorite adult film star through Sex Panther. That's really cool. It's very cool. It's really the great way. And also, you're supporting them. You know, there's so much free porn out there. And so many of you make the mistake of telling a girl that, hey, I went and watched pirated versions of your scenes. And then they get no, mad at you. And don't do they that. correct you. Yes, they teach you no, bad. But with, <laughs> because you're not supporting your favorite porn star, you're actually trying to help them go out of business when, when you do that. But when you're on Sex Panther with them, you're supporting your favorite star. And so it's a great way for you to really show that you're a real fan. And if you are one of the many performers who uh, listen to the show who is not on Sex Panther yet, then shame on you. You are missing out on the opportunity to connect with your fans. So these two performers that are here with me today, we're going to get them signed up as quickly as possible. And we're back. And we're back. That's right. So let's talk about uh, first days on set. We're, we're, we were just hearing Dana's story about how she got into the business. Um, so what was your first booking that you got then? So I flew out to Miami then when I started. And um, it was for a small company. I'm not going to name the company. And um, it was a very good scene. I remember my excitement. I remember just feeling like... I don't know, a princess, like, it was a great, like, great first scene, so I fell in love with it automatically. I was like, wow, I love this. This is what I'm going to do. Like, it doesn't even feel like work to me. I'm just enjoying every second of it, and, like, I had never felt that way with all of my other jobs. So, it, I guess just falling in love and not looking back. Was there a plot in this scene, or was <laughs> no, it just No, it was uh, just my, sex. It was, it was literally a company about girls' first scenes. Like, oh, yeah. So okay, I got you. All, like, brand new girls. And um, no, no script or anything. Just you know, they oil you up, and then they're like, "Are you excited?" And you're like, "Yep." <laughs> and like, obviously, like a little bit nervous because like it's your first time fucking yeah. in front of like a camera. Like, so, but I really enjoyed it. What about you? <sighs> My first scene was kind of like I didn't really like it. It was kind of weird, but I was contracted with Brazzers my first like my first year. 
Um, so like I couldn't just be like back out after I signed a contract. So I had to do twenty scenes, I think, with a contract. But so the only reason I didn't like the scene because I wasn't really into my male talent. I just didn't find him attractive. He was older than me. Um, he didn't really have like the the the, the attitude. Like he was just boring. And uh, was a cheerleader thing. I was a cheerleader, so it was super cliche, you know, like oh, da, 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 just suck the guy's dick and blah blah blah. But that first scene wasn't something I liked. But my first girl girl scene, that was my first boy girl scene. My first girl girl scene, I fell in love because it was with Brett Rossi. She was so fucking sexy. She had nice titties. Was for twisties, so it was very glam and like powdered up and full glam makeup. Very pretty so i like that one so to prepare for the podcast today i had to go watch some of your scenes you've become quite an actress i watched um a vr scene where you were a real estate agent oh my god whenever i actually have to act i like go blank because i'm good at sex i could fuck on camera on no problem but when i need to speak is when i go get a little like like nervous I guess but I feel like now I'm getting better and better because I'm just getting more confidence in me I'm more light and more uh, I'm more sure about myself and about what I'm gonna say um I just always didn't want to sound stupid and I was always like kind of like uh afraid of my accent like some words I don't I don't say it right but like that's a part that's that's me that's like I can't change that so I should just let it be so if I say something wrong or like I mispronounce something I don't really care anymore before I would just try to say everything over and over and over to try to see it right. This is why we're going to turn you into a dom. Because now you have the self-confidence to be a dominatrix. Or, I, should, I say dominatrix, but most of my videos don't really have dominatrixes. They just have girls in charge of men using men for their own personal pleasure. But it does take attitude. Yeah, That's what it's all about, is attitude. So you feel like you've developed that self-confidence to be able to do things like that. Yeah, I feel like I'll be a great dom. Goddess Natalia. Goddess Natalia, like, you know, <laughs> I want people to worship every inch of my body, so that'll be pretty fun. There you go. Keep an eye out for meanbitches.com. So. <laughs> I've been trying to get her to do this, and now we're going to get her to do this, uh, where she will have a sex slave. Dana, what about you? Have you done a lot of, well, first off, how long have you actually been in the business? Since last April, so this what, is eight, your... like eight months? Not eight months? Uh, it's a lot to be Ten here. months. Ten you are months. coming up on your, your anniversary. Whoa, okay. Congratulations. I guess I, I felt like it was eight months like a day ago. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm fairly new. Um, yeah, I'm going to continue to do it. Just obviously okay, I'm taking a break right but, now. But what kind of scenes have you done that were the most challenging? Have you done any acting yet? See, the thing is, yes, I grew up in plays, mm -hmm. um, so that was my outlet, too, as being a weird nerd kid. I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go the whole like music theater route. So, yeah, I was in a few different plays, and I loved it. I got some lead roles and stuff, so I was like, hey, maybe I like, could be an actress, too. Like that's like, And that's why another reason I did porn is because, obviously, I'm practicing my acting, and that's one of, actually, my favorite parts of it is the, the acting, the getting into character, like, fully evolving yourself into somebody else Changing, yeah. yeah being a different character every day like today you're a maid tomorrow you're a stepsister oh, like you just never know what's something. gonna be next so yeah i definitely love the acting um aspect of it and i noticed uh this past avn a lot of people who were winning were basically all like feature films about like actual acting yeah like because those are the movies that take the are. most time and effort and it's you know that. I would love to do, like, a role like that one day. Or even maybe be in a movie. Like, Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should be like us. Mm -hmm. That's the way they've always judged these things. Mm -hmm. Is um, And that, it kind of goes back in time to, at one point, if you made a video that had a plot, then you could potentially make a softcore version of it. So we producers used to film two different cameras, one of them where we would be sort of, where you couldn't see the penetration, mm -hmm. and then one of them where you could. And then, well, yeah, I mean, nowadays you would be shocked to see a movie that had no penetration, right? Yeah. But back then you could sell it but to Cinemax. And, yeah. oh, there are companies that are still oh, shooting yeah, softcore. Oh, no, there's a lot of the times we do the sex and then um, we clean up and then mm -hmm. we shoot the softcore. So um, then you're just, after you're, you know, you fucked and you got all that tension out, then you can just pretend to fuck. And that's the softcore. I feel like I'm better at pretending. You have that too a lot, right? You do softcore after yeah. scenes? Yeah, that's It's interesting because they probably... They're probably just doing it out of habit because they 
there's not that many places to sell softcore anymore. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to hotel TV to get, <laughs> but now hotel to, TV you gets porn. Oh yeah, probably right. True, true. Right. I mean, who you know, everybody's got an iPad with them that's got the porn on it. So, but if there's still hotel TV, I don't like. I still make DVDs, Ooh. and people ask me like, well, who who watches them? My I question say, is, who know. the hell is watching the softcore shit? Because we're done. <laughs> Right. We're done. Unless you come forward and tell us who you are. Yes. We need a petition. Yeah. We need names of people right now. Otherwise, we're going to stop making Leave this a shit. comment. If you're not watching these <laughs> yeah. things anymore, then what's the point? Yeah. And if you're not buying any DVDs, like, I don't even have a DVD player anymore, so I don't know who's buying these things, but I appreciate... You guys I that mean, are out there when still I buying dance these sometimes. My um, like uh, really like big fans come over with DVDs. I don't even bring them feature dancing anymore. I'm like, there's no point. I don't like. I don't like. But like some people, they Wait, bring do you ever it. have to sign autographs? Yeah, you really? sign after you dance. You sign autographs. Usually, there's all like a bunch of guys who just want to like talk to you and get pictures with you. I get these checks every month from from Evil Angel for yeah. Um, Evil Angel still makes DVDs, but they make good DVDs. It's a part part of their whole company. It's a part of their like. Their brand. Their brand, yeah. Yes, I was an Evil Angel director for five years, um, and it was a it was a big part of my career. Mm-hmm. They got me in front of an audience of really intense fetish people, and, you know, to this day, I, I mean, I just was talking to John Stagliano at AVN, he was saying, people still ask about you all the time, so. Still relevant. Still relevant at Evil Angel, still although I appreciate Elegant Angel, who currently distributes my DVDs, appreciate they you, love you guys. They have beautiful films, I love their, yeah, they have a really good, uh, good look. What's your worst day on set? Let's go to you, Natalia, who... <laughs> My worst day on set is yeah. when you're there, uh, like, you show up, like, I show up on time, and bitch, I was drunk the night before, I'm hungover, <laughs> I'm over here, I'm still str- on time, though. I'm struggling yeah. to, like, get up and shower, I'm on time, and bitch, everyone else is late. The director, hour late. The photographer, <laughs> hour late. The girl, two hours late. I'm here, like... Just on the couch, just like I could have been sleeping right now. I could have had my breakfast. Hey, I could have like high for being on time stuff. I could have had a massage, and I'm here waiting. And then guess what? They don't bring no food. <laughs> they don't bring no snacks, no water, and then they expect me to have a great day and smile and fuck this girl or fuck this guy with all this energy and then they cut every two seconds to change the lighting and like they don't let me get into it as soon as I get into it with the girl or with the guy like we get in the oh I don't like, cut during my scenes I try to go all the way through because I need to keep that momentum I need yeah. to keep it going in the I scene hate when they I want it to be raw and real like my scenes I'm not fake coming I'm like I thoroughly try to put myself into it even if I'm not attracted to the talent which I usually am this industry has a lot of good looking people in it so thankfully you know I'm always just like excited about the person as someone I've wanted to fuck and I've seen their their social media and I'm like oh my god they're so hot like that's like I think for me I don't have any bad days on set like I there's days where I'm tired you know and obviously that's any that goes with any job or any career there's days where you just don't want to go to work you know and that does happen but usually once I'm there and I'm on set it's always a good time I mean unless directors or talents are rude like which really really happens then it's always a good day for me. I don't know. Sometimes I, it's the sets that are the ones you would think have the highest budget and the most money that end up being the most stingy with stuff like no waters chips, no and water. chips and stuff. Isn't that I'm like, I don't even bizarre? Want and then like with companies, they have like a whole table full yes. of fucking hors d'oeuvres and they're like, here, would you like anything? Like, and it, it doesn't matter the company or the brand or whoever it is. Like It just depends on whoever's on set and if they want to take care of the model and make her feel special and ask her if she needs anything which you know having that PA on um, set is really nice and helpful so we're thankful for those people my sets are like that so you both will will be on my sets at some point Um, but we take very good care and it's a very small group I mean Mm -hmm. there's usually only the camera person the two actors and actresses and uh, and a PA and that's it I hate also like when you're getting your photos taken and the guy's just like you're pretty boring he's not hyping you up me and a photographer that's hyping you up, like, oh, girl, yeah. that's a hot picture. Oh, you look so sexy. Oh, you look... I always feel like my scenes or my pictures turn out better when they do yeah. give you that hype. Even if you're not killing it, like, they're like, oh, my God, you're fucking killing it. Because, like, that puts that in your head. You're like, okay, maybe I am a bad bitch. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, and, yeah, no, having those, those hype people on set. Yeah. Take that as a tip uh, for all you guys that are listening to the show who want to be pornographers, which are um, a lot of guys who listen to the very... show. 
you want to try to make sure your model is appreciated while she's doing the pictures and, and the scene as well. By the way, the other tip I have for you photographers is be very careful that you don't stand there and take the same picture over and over again. The talent has a time limit in their heads of how far, how many pictures you can take before... They're like, I'm already coming like over. Like, do you need like seven yeah. shots of this like one like pose? Like... <sighs> Because I know how I look on photos. Like you don't need to. I mean, you don't need to clicking. You, just gotta... you don't need to keep clicking. You need to get good quality shots. Mm. Um, quality but you need to quality. understand that your talent only has so many hours she we can be on out. set before they burn out. And if you want, you want their passion. What Dana just described is what every director wants. We want a girl who's passionate in the scene, which shows. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that if you make her show up at 8 a.m. when you don't need her until 10 a.m. And then you keep her... Oh, I hate when they like have all the talent come at the same time. But, like, yes. They're the shooting guy... more than one scene. Yeah, the guy is supposed to be shooting at 7, like 5 p.m. But he got here at 10, so he's already mm-hmm. tired. So like, we all have a life. We all do stuff outside of your set, guys. Hey, I want to do my own thing. I'm not here to be on all day on set for you to do nothing. Like, time, just wait time is very oh, like when valuable. the directors like they don't plan it right like they only have like we're done shooting a scene girl girl scene and I have to do one tiny little line at the end but she has another scene so they have her do the full scene and have me wait like four or five hours just to do one little clip how about you guys have a better organizing and have all the clips done first I'm like do you guys need an ADD girl to fucking put your shit on check get your uh, get your building point you get your like all the time slots filled in so everyone's time is not wasted and I don't have or especially I hate when the, the guy like we just did a scene and I still have to do my pretty girls and they have just one tiny line for him and he has to wait all this time I'm like this guy could be going to the gym he could be doing all this stuff but he has to wait for us to be done I told your agent about 10 years ago here's the solution to that problem you make the rates for 8 so you say uh, yeah a girl she's gonna get paid X amount of dollars to do a boy girl scene that's it's that rate is for eight hours. If you go beyond eight hours, Ooh, we're charging hours. you by the hour from that point on. And I say he hours. said, Well, you know, they're not gonna pay that and I said they will never have to pay it because they'll never keep a girl past eight hours if you tell them they have to pay more. Yeah. They'll stop having four girls show up for makeup at the same time when they only when only have one makeup artist. Yeah. They'll figure out how to get it done in eight. Okay, well, we're going to talk about... I could uh, talk about... I could complain all day. I got... Well, I got a lot of passionate stuff about that. I mean, you know, we could talk about the fact that porn people should... Porn performers should have a minimum set of requirements before you step on a set. You guys should band together and you sort of have a union, but that union should be telling people on your behalf that my, my talent is not stepping on a set unless there's water, douches... Uh, necessities. Necessities. Bare necessities. Bare necessities. Let me tell you, okay, we have to come with the outfits most of the time, and we, we have spend to have money them planned on our hair, out. nails, nails, tests. shaving. Okay, we're doing Tash. a lot. The, the least you can do is have a few things for us on set, and most of the time they do. Sometimes they don't, and I think Just having that not be a surprise. Do better. Yeah. Yes, and not having us have to come with a huge fucking suitcase and a, oh and a my God. Move Oh, I like, hate! I hate when they tell you to bring literally everything in your closet. They tell you right. to bring outfit for the rain, the snow, <laughs> the summertime, some baby suits. I'm like, can you just figure out long dresses, short dresses, mini skirts? Like, I swear to you, I got them empty on my whole closet. My my poor assistant has to put it back, and he complains. He's like, why do you have so much clothes? Why do you need all this shit? I'm like, I don't know. These people don't know what they want. They need a like. I mean, I know it's because some girls don't bring anything, but for us girls who are prepared and put take our job seriously, please if don't have the a whole script, list of if everything. If we know the script before we show up, we can pretty much gauge like what we should bring. Like I'm yeah, gonna say, like that's okay, what I mean. and then yeah. usually they choose. The, the thing I'm wearing, like I'm a hot wife, that's cuckolding, right? Okay, I'm probably gonna bring like a lingerie set, couple pairs of heels, and like you know a few dresses, and yep. maybe outfit like outfit that you would wear yes. to the club when you're seducing other men to fuck in front of like, your cuckold. Yeah, I 100. percent So we, do we don't need to time. bring we, we don't need to bring a whole parka. Like we're good. Like <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just kidding, but no, I, I really agree that there are companies that should do better. But you know, we're a working, growing industry, so I think people. Will catch on and it'll all what be more catch on. Flowing. They've been at this for I mean, <laughs> I like fifty years, and that hasn't improved very much. So I don't. But I again, 
what will happen at some point is enough talent. Well, now that the power has shifted and the talents yeah, don't have to take court. scenes anymore um, because they're making so much money from their own content, you all can start saying to your agent, let them know that I'm not coming on set if I don't have the following things. And I think that's will start changing. But we got to move on here because mm-hmm. I want to keep going. No but first, party. I got to do um, an unpaid advertisement for my friend RVD. So this is not a this is not a paid ad because. But last night I had my hip bursitis flare up, and uh, my friend RVD, the famous wrestler, had given me some of his RVD CBD cream. Ooh, I love CBD. Oh so this stuff is amazing. I have tried CBD creams in the past. That are sort of like hand lotion. I mean, you just sort of I rub it on. Cools you off. Like, this you like does that. This is like putting on Tiger Balm and Ooh, CBD like all at once. It's like ice. All of a sudden, my hip was burning, and then all of a sudden, a few minutes later, it's like, hey, I feel great. Question: Can I bathe in it? No, <laughs> I don't can I know. Can I a bathtub with it? I don't think just... it could go inside your hole. I oh, true, true. But like, my, I'm just saying. You can like, I it. have fucking scoliosis, so I'm always in pain. <laughs> constantly like cracking my neck so yeah that would sounds really good for the back of my neck like i would just you need to go to rvdcbd.com doing, right doing it right now and see what products they have because they are i mean rvd rob van dam is one of the most famous wrestlers in the history of the business he has taken so many different injuries and bumps and scrapes and concussions mm-hmm. it's crazy mm-hmm. i watched him do his his pre wrestling routine a couple weeks ago when impact wrestling was in town and i got to go backstage um and just watching him get it together before the match is amazing to see but um but yeah go to rvdcbd.com everybody go to rvdcbd.com again i'm just talking about stuff that rob gave me for free i'm gonna try to get some for you girls too to try out uh, but this is an honest promo like he's like this should help me so go buy it if you're smart and you want to feel better if you fucking problems which all of us have problems most of us are hurting somewhere on our bodies that you know every day of my life <laughs> that's right honest promo guys so i do get paid to do most of my promos or all my promos usually although i only take on products that i believe in but uh but rvd cbd really worked for me okay so we're going to talk about their podcast now this is i'm so excited because yeah. We're just in your conceptual Everyone. phases. They weren't. They hadn't even decided whether or not they wanted to tell people when they got here. I said, "Go ahead and tell people. Get people excited because these are articulate uh, talents." What is your podcast going to be about? Okay, so first of all, welcome, and I hope you guys enjoy our podcast. Uh, ours is going to be called Soul Sluts. Uh, notice how I changed my voice into my sexy, sultry voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be two chicks, one mic. Um, just us talking shit, two, two dumb girls trying to start a podcast, uh, us venting, us t- telling you guys what we want in sex and bed, teaching you guys what to do. Just in general, just like all like a lifestyle show. In story times of our crazy lives, um, we live together, so we are just always together doing like fun stuff. We like to just Get live life and have experiences. So like this is just going to be like us raw talking about like... The shit that happens in our lives and our know. slutty adventures. Yeah. Can I get advice about how to please a woman on your podcast? Yes, you yes, can. Definitely. We're gonna talk about you know how to eat a girl correctly because I mean there's even guys in porn sometimes that don't know how to eat pussy. So we just think even that, guys in porn. Yes, a lot of guys in porn. We, actually, we were thinking of, um, but but conversely, a lot of girls don't know how to give a hand job properly mm-hmm. either. So mm-hmm. we were actually gonna uh, start and uh, do a course like a master class. Yes, uh, we're gonna uh, make a master class on how to eat pussy, how to fuck. How Yes. These simple things that some guys that don't know how to do that you could just purchase separately, get these little classes, and we're just gonna dive deep and let you guys know exactly what part is feeling good and what part doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So you'll actually have guys there eating you out, or yeah, we will make it like educational, like a little class, and we'll well, she's gonna eat my pussy. I mean, she, <laughs> she can just do it. I had her yeah. ass like a week ago, but um, just like pretty much for fun, little and OnlyFans stuff. Only but fans. but so our whole idea as well is we're gonna bring some of your favorite stars on the show, obviously. Um, and we are going to be video recording it as well, so we're gonna have a lot of it, you know, hopefully posted on YouTube if it doesn't get demonetized. But yeah, we are going to also fuck whoever we bring on after and put it on our OnlyFans. <laughs> so, okay, so we got some hoes in this house, and we're about to <laughs> meet some of them hoes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm um, excited. We're just we gonna also, fuck whoever we want to fuck. We'll, we'll be like directors. We're like, okay, we want this girl. We're gonna couch. fuck her. We want to fuck this guy. Like, it's just gonna be like I don't know, some slutty, slutty time for us, and that's what we are. So. Yeah, we just want to <laughs> spread the love. We also are very into our spirituality. We're mm-hmm. into crystals and um, sage and just uh, positive energy. So we just want to spread out some love and. Uh, it's just, 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 just changed the division of uh, people thinking about porn girls and mm-hmm. just we want to show you guys that we're pretty fucking cool that you could just you don't have to just jerk off to us you can listen to us and then jerk off after and who are your spiritual influences Gandhi okay <laughs> I actually she got me into all the spirituality stuff okay. like I like she's got me into crystals yeah. she's got me into meditation like and I swear it's like heals my depression and where did you learn these things Natalia I not actually, from Gandhi I went to Bali okay hair flip I went twice and I really really fell in love with it I met this spiritual healer she was um, she's from um, she's from Indonesia her her dad was a healer her her dad's dad was a healer so he has she came from generations of healing and um, she taught me about my chakras and how everything's supposed to be in line if you're um, doing right by your soul and doing right by your uh, by yourself then your your all your chakras are going to be aligned uh, I'm still getting into it. We love it. yoga. We just love everything that like helps us heal. Us. Yeah, we were, we just we have to know that our brain it always goes, and we have to learn how to stop it. And you know, there's a lot of hate going on on the internet, on Twitter. There was a lot of really negative things that happened a couple years ago that really hurt me. And I feel like I want girls to have an outlet to hear us talk or like even come on the show. If they need some help, any advice, I want to be like a little mom for all the younger girls in the industry. If they really need something, they could come to me or us in general if they have any questions. Uh, we just want to steer girls into the right direction. We want to, I feel like I'm, I'm really, I mean, we're really excited. Our sluts, like, and they're just quiet sluts and that's okay. But we want them to be able to like listen to our show and like be like, oh yeah, like, I did that while sucking a dick last week. You know what I mean? Like, we want people to relate to, like, us. And we, we feel that we are very relatable girls. Even though we are porn stars, that doesn't make us not relatable. Like, we're just normal girls. And we want to show people well, that. Well, look, a lot of girls in our industry um, don't know how to deal with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge follower of the Dalai Lama. I've read a number of his books. They mostly talk about how to increase your set level of happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the things that you can do? It's gratitude. That's number one on I the agree. list is, is starting every day yeah. with your gratitude be list. Be grateful for having a meal. Be grateful for having a roof over your head. Be- because, let me tell you, there's a lot of people that don't, and they're much happier than we are because they're, like, they they take everything with a grain of salt. They're happy when they get that free meal. You know what I'm saying? So we need to be more like that and more grateful for everything that happens to us. And, and you have to uh, learn how to frame everything in a positive way. Mm-hmm. If yeah. somebody cuts mm-hmm. you off in traffic, that's not going to let you get upset. In fact, you're going to turn it around and say, I think maybe I just helped that guy get to the hospital on time. Maybe that guy was late for a meeting, 100%. late for the hospital, whatever. And I just did something by backing off and letting him in there. Mm-hmm. That that enabled him to in, to have a happier, positive, more positive and, day. Uh, us, we're just such beautiful, like happy souls. We as soon as we walk into a room, we have this radiance and this joy and this like. People are attracted to us. We're like we're like we're like both fire signs. So people gravitate to us because they see us having a good time. I'm, like everywhere I go, I'm always like a ray of sunshine. I'm putting out good positive attitude. People are surprised how nice we are. Yeah. Like people meet us and they're like, holy shit, like you guys are real, like honestly nice girls. Like, and people are used to, people are used to girls being pretty and being bitches. Well, like you got mean bitches right here. Well, we could be nice Meanbitches.com is my website. My I mean, trademark we can phrase, be mean. So, yeah, good, good. <laughs> we can um, turn it on and off, but we like to have positivity. And I just like everywhere we go, we just try to make people happy and smile. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a nice thing. Beautiful. All right, well, let's move on to our last topic then, which <laughs> is our content that you all are making, your OnlyFans pages and your whatever else is. Let's talk about them. My OnlyFans is Natalia uh, X star with two r's if you want to subscribe get your issue it's only 5.99 a month we just posted a roommate video it's really sexy yeah we're starting our sexy roommate series Mm -hmm. so we'll be 
Um, sometimes we'll have guys over, uh, fuck us, or sometimes just fuck each other, and we'll just put, keep uh, updating to our OnlyFans. Um, we just actually had a really cool fucking hot night the other night. We had a dick appointment. Our French daddy came over with his big old schlong. He, he rocked our world. He rocked our world. He fucked us for a couple hours, and then he left. Literally, we like to fuck together. Like, for some reason, we're like a power team. Yeah. And we just Well, you're both uh, very tall, actually. So, Like, Natalia's 5'8"-ish, and she's the short one of the two. She's 5'9". But who doesn't want a blonde girl and a brunette girl on his dick? Like, I'm pretty sure. And, like, they're best friends. Like, that's, like, every guy's We're just, like, sharing it. Yeah. We we love to share cocks, so... Yeah, but my OnlyFans, um, if you guys would like would like to subscribe, it's Dana Wolf sixty nine. So, yeah, I, I post a lot of masturbation. Get to know us like personal yeah. level. I do a lot of like personal clips. So if you have a fetish and you want me to do something specific, you could tell me your dream and I'll fulfill it. Is there female domination on these sites here? Because I, I don't like these things unless there's. I doms just did my there. first like um, dom scene. I had a little like flogger i'm like whipping i have my tall boots and my sexy little outfit and i was just being a little bitch and yeah. telling people what to do and how to, to like just tip me you know she made fun of people with nine to fives so yeah. if you have a nine to five and you want to be made Still fun of watch that. <laughs> she's like you're working your nine to five just so you can pay to watch me i'm like holy and i'm like behind her like helping record i'm like oh. okay oh, she's like, i felt that one dude. i did you're ready for mean bitches then you got this see okay. the thing is okay so to go back she with your question bitch. when um i can be a bitch but the thing is i feel really uncomfortable doming men i don't know why i loved being domed by by men but as soon as it's switched i i just feel like it's not in me like i Can you can't dom women yes i love to dom women i love to like gag a woman like that's my thing i like to be a sub to men and be a dom to woman and there's no switch for that because when a girl tries to dom me it freaks me out like it's just i'm not a switch yeah i'm, I'm what i am and like i hope being in porn as well will help me evolve. you know evolve into like more of a you know you know, kind kind I of all like, kind of around a girl. You know how, the way I came in industry, you know how we have Pokemon. They start really small and then they evolve. This is different levels. Yeah. To it. Yeah. Well, I I I bragged to Natalia in a text the other day that I've spawned more doms than any other producer in this industry, and and that's kind of what it takes. Is that a lot of times I do I start with the sub and then I say, hey, let's start by understanding how you feel being the sub and what turns you on about it. And then understand that what you're going to do is turn on the guy. And then we go through – it takes me about 20 to 30 minutes before each scene to go through my list of all the tips on how to be a dom and what we're going to say and what we're going to do when we run out of things to say mm-hmm. and what's the psychology of this and so on. Mm-hmm. And every girl – well, I can't say every, but almost every girl that works for me ends up at the end of the day going – Yes, now you've transformed me. The monster has come out. Oh, yeah, you gotta unleash the The crazy thing is, like, all of us, like, our fetishes have to do with psychology. Like, yes. I was only in psych for one year of college, and, like, I swear, like, learning about people and the way that they think and the reason they think that way is so fucking interesting. Like, yes. Do you have, um, and are there any, like, clubs over here in Vegas that do, like, like dominate dom stuff like i know there's like different in la they had a bunch of like these clubs and miami too i've been to um dom like you know dungeon like clubs and stuff that's always so fun it was a gay club so the problem with those clubs Mm -hmm. is it's a different type of thing than what like i'm trying to do in my videos which Mm -hmm. is power exchange Mm -hmm. because in those clubs you go and the power's already been exchanged. You walk in there and you're the sub or you walk in there and you're the dom and then you start with the activity that's mostly physical. Mm-hmm. In my videos, for example, we start with somebody who is a boss of the company and a secretary of the company and the boss has the power and the secretary has to work for him. And then we're trying to show the psychology of how do we get that character Get that power moved from boss to secretary so now all of a sudden the secretary is in charge. And what's the psychology that goes along with that? And how are we, we going to do it? Is it blackmail or is it um, just some kind of a physical fetish that we're using to, you know, to, oh, to arouse really the guy? Is, that's like, very interesting. Yeah, I mean that's what – I've done 2,000 scenes Ooh. and we're doing you know variations on the 10 or 12 different ways to do it. But yeah. 
But that's what it's all about is that I don't want to just show a video where a guy just bows down and kisses a girl's feet. That's what everybody else is making, not to knock the other people out there making femdom. But Mm -hmm. there's a difference between that and showing the story of how this this guy who was the boss suddenly, you know, 20 minutes later is ashamed of himself and saying, how did I get into this position where – my suit is my five thousand dollar suit is on the ground, getting dirt all over it as she steps on me, and I'm licking the bottom of her shoes. Like, you go what's more the depth. feeling associated with that? I like yeah, that because you connect more. And I think being like having that acting role too might be really like beneficial for me. Like, exactly, wow. it's acting. It's mm-hmm. absolutely. I've had you on my list for a while. I think your look and your height. She's super like, yeah, you could. Yeah, that when I got into porn, like I swear, my first agent was like, you're. Be a dumb, like, and I'm sitting there, like, oh my god, oh my god, uh. but like, I, I feel true. like, yeah, with my height, my dark hair, like, my unique look, like, and just being like that boss bitch, no, like, could help me get with in, confidence. Like, weird situations and, uh, like, a, like, the attitude needs to come out, you're like, you could turn that attitude on real quick, and mm-hmm. you don't, like, don't fuck with me, I'll, like, yeah, but it's not fair what a lot of directors do to new talent where they say, okay, I'm booking you for a dom scene. And action. Go ahead and tell that guy to kiss your feet. And it's like, they didn't give you the preparation to play your character. It's simply a character like anything else. It's improvisational acting. And if they don't give you the whys... Exactly. If they don't give you those things, then how are you going to play your character? Yeah, see, I did some um, foot scenes, foot fetish stuff when I first started. And I think that like having to do that from the start and like not really understanding it, maybe made me, like, uncomfortable with the whole situation. So if I had a scene where I fucking loved it and it was a great day, like, I think that I could totally switch, like, be a switch. And I think it's possible. And I don't want to completely rule it out of my career and, like, my sexuality because, you know, fuck it. Like, I hate guys sometimes. Sometimes I just want to fucking, like, slap them and, you know, but, like... For, as soon as I'm in that situation, I'm just like, I freeze. And I'm like, whoa, like, he should be doing this to me. Like, you know what I mean? It's all about the director coming up with the right character for you to play. Uh-huh. And and not just trying to ram the square peg into the round hole or the... Well, look out, guys. Yeah. One of these days I'll be on me, bitches. There you go. All right. <laughs> speaking of URLs, let's give our social medias and our URLs of where people can buy our shit. <laughs> so we haven't made our podcast... Uh, Instagram yet, but keep coming. Well, we'll do follow our regular Instagram. Uh, so yeah, you know, if you want to follow my Twitter, my Twitter is Natalia X Star. So is my OnlyFans, Natalia X Star. Uh, you just Google me; it'll be easier for you to find it. And my Instagram is Natalia Land X. The one with a lot of followers is definitely me. Don't follow ones with like no followers. <laughs> um, my Instagram is X Dana Wolf X, and then my Twitter is Dana Wolf XXX. So go follow us. Look out for our podcast. We'll be posting it. We'll be teasing it. You know. We're also gonna start making YouTube videos. So if you're interested in watching us do some fun stuff, we're gonna do vlogs. We're gonna do cooking shows. We're gonna just do a bunch of fun stuff that we want to teach you that guys. we love. Like yeah, that we, we want, we're like we pretty cool, quirky love. people. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, everybody. Again, my Twitter is GlennKingXXX. That's G-L-E-N-N-K-I-N-G-X-X-X. This has been another great episode. I love talking to you, too. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Uh, If you are... We'd love to be on your podcast. Um, if you're one of the many listeners who tuned into the show, who's not a regular listener, but you tuned in because you're a fan of Dana or you're a fan of Natalia... Uh, we need you to do us a favor, and that is hit the subscribe button. Subscribe. Become a subscriber. That yes. helps me get advertisers for the podcast, and more advertisers means more podcasts and, and more guests and all kinds of great stuff. So please uh, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, and if you can, even give us a five-star review and, and tell people yeah, how much you, think our you enjoy are five the five stars. Yeah, then... Thank you. If you lasted this long, boy, you better be subscribing. <laughs> if you're thinking hard by now, shit, or vagina wet. There you go, everybody. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Natalia Starr and Dana Wolf. Bye.